and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This is Irreverent, Faith and Current Affairs. Tom, let's let's talk about this brilliant article by Brendan O'Neill, which again is is very relevant to. Oh, it's painful to read, isn't it? It's painful to read. It's, it's a good article. We 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 let people die alone. Yeah. So so basically, well, yeah. the point, the central point of this is that Labour, in order to, I mean, Labour are just they are they are honestly they're just inept, aren't they? Um, but like in order to capitalise on Partygate. They uh, tweeted out a tweet from uh, an um, anonymous uh, NHS nurse um, in order to, you know, to rub the Tories' noses in it. She writes, um, I remember 20th May 2020 vividly. I spent hours on the phone to a man who was in the hospital car park, utterly desperate to see his wife. He begged, wept, shouted to be let in, but we said no for the greater good of everyone else. She died uh, unexpectedly and alone as the government had a party. Now, the, the point that... Brendan O'Neill makes, I mean, I'll just read it out. It is astonishing that no one in the Labour social media team thought twice about posting this. The aim of this tweet is clearly to make us shake our heads and say, I can't believe the government had a party while the NHS was making such tough decisions. But in truth, it had the exact opposite effect. Made me think, at least to myself, I can't believe we let people die alone. I can't believe the howling grief of a desperate man was ignored. I can't believe there was such a complete and catastrophic collapse in everyday humanity during the lockdown um and he makes the point that um you know to to have a garden party in contravention of your rules is hypocritical but to let people die alone and to subject it's people monstrous. to the various inhumanities that they were subjected to as a result of these measures uh, is far far worse we let people That's die alone just think about that we let desperate terrified men howl in car parks we kept husband from wife wife from husband we let people give birth alone we deprived the elderly of visits from their loved ones we left dementia sufferers to believe in their rare moments of lucidity that their sons and daughters and grandchildren had abandoned them we let people die alone the next passage is, is i think very powerful as well because we've we've often pointed out that you know the, the, the where the good is in a system like this is not necessarily an easy uh, you know, it's not not it's not simply that lockdowns are good because we're protecting people from death, because you know um, there's there's a wonderful paragraph. You know, we we had to do it for the greater good, says Jenny. The greater good. How much inhumanity and tyranny has been justified in the name of the greater good throughout history? The very act of prioritizing an abstract idea of the greater good above the individual good in the moment we find ourselves should be anathema to people who care about their communities. Um, the good in the moment that Jenny describes would have been to find a way anyway to let that desperate man be with his incredibly poorly wife. That would have been good for him, for her, for their families, for the community, for the NHS nurses themselves, who would have known that they helped to facilitate a memory shaping end of life moment between a man and his wife. Instead, they did a bad thing, not a good thing. They did a wicked, unforgivable thing. The idea that wickedness can be justified in the name of some broader good is the end of morality and the starting point of tyranny. Mm. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. And it, it just shows the the moral blindness of our society. It's, it's like we forgot what ethics were. Yeah, It's like we forgot what ethics were. You know, we forgot what morality was. Even, good is not good yeah. is not avoiding death. Good is is living a good life in the moment, and sometimes that involves living a, a good death. Yeah. Um, so, so in in the utilitarian political philosophy, um, 
utilitarianism to begin with um, was thought to be too crude a philosophical instrument because you know if you say like the moral action is the greatest good for the greatest number that means that you could theoretically uh, you know um, torture a child in order to you know bring about some good you know that were possible um so it it was modified so that um to something called rule utilitarianism where the the idea is basically like you have a set of rules which in general bring about the greater good um but that means that some things are prohibited such you know such as like violating people's individual rights so so this this kind of thing it's the most kind of like crass form of ethical utilitarianism you can possibly imagine because it's saying basically you can do almost anything no matter how cruel to people um, as long as it brings about this preconceived end of limiting covid deaths and, and that, way, that is just yeah. it's, it's sorry tom just just yeah. so it's not just a type of utilitarianism but it's the most like crass cruel inhumane type you can possibly imagine because on this on this kind of logic you could you could justify anything you could justify torturing a child in order to stop people from dying from covid and in, in fact you could say that children were in a sense tortured you know we 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 covered the story oh, of little arthur didn't we who was who was yeah. beaten by his parents doing a lot of but, but even but even more generally you know we've masked them we've tested them to into their life we've forced them to isolate we've kept them off school we've kept them away from the friends that they need to generate their selfhoods uh you know we we should not be angry with boris johnson for having a bleeding party we should be angry with him for throwing us all into house arrest sorry for my you know ang angry uh swearing there uh, but you know because in the end in the end we've forgotten all of the principles of good medicine and good public health yeah uh, which 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 rely not upon coercion and uh, and law but upon education uh, and upon free choice uh, you yeah. know and and in in a cooler world these this was decided on as, as jamie's pointed out you know that sort of slightly more nuanced form of utilitarianism said that you had to preserve individual rights in order, you know, uh, you couldn't just quash them in, in the pursuit of the better, greater good. Well, what did we do? We ignored individual rights in every, in almost every single way and uh, in, in the pursuit of a greater good. Yeah. Um, cooler heads uh, said that you don't coerce medicine. You know, you don't, you don't in any way coerce medicine. Medicine is, is something that, first of all, you do as little as possible. Yeah. Second of all, you do it between the doctor and the, and, and, and the patient who have decided you know between between them what the best route is yeah um you, you don't uh have government ministers enforcing uh, and, and, and and you know uh, and cajoling uh vaccination you don't you don't have um threaten of of being fired uh because because this these this is this is coercion and it is fundamentally unethical no matter what the good you're aiming for you should never do a bad thing to achieve a good thing mega noto yeah. So that's a good example, actually, of the kind of thing I'm talking about, because in a sort of crass utilitarian um, view of things, you could say, well, we should like force people to, for example, have the vaccine uh, because it will bring about the greater good overall, because it will, you know, the virus will be less um, transmitted and so on. But um, in a rule utilitarianism, and I'm not advocating this, I'm, I'm saying it's a slightly better way of thinking about things, but you'd say, well, no, actually, because um, as a rule, um, it will make things worse overall for society if you coerce people into having medical treatments. So um, even though you might get a, a, a gain in the immediate 
potentially by, say, forcing somebody to have a vaccine. Overall, it will make things worse. So we've developed this rule, which is, you know, you don't, you know, people have to um, have informed consent if they're going to have a medical treatment or whatever it is. So at the very least, that kind of rule utilitarianism would, um, would protect, protect yeah. certain certain values. Because yeah. in just a crass utilitarianism, basically there are no there are no values. There are no there are no moral absolutes. <laughs>